What's going on, everybody? This is the 38th, uh, 38th parallel. I don't remember what episode it was because when we were doing this, I was like, hey, let's name our show whenever Alan and I are on together. Let's name it something unique or whatever. So I, th- I think I asked you, what do you think? And I think I can't remember exactly how it went, but I think you were the one. I was like, I'm 38th parallel. Why not? Screw it. Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, why not? So here we are. Um, it used to be part of the Hoppetarian show, but we're kind of separating that. So oh no, going, you guys are separating. That's yeah, we're separating. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but now it's its own thing. Um, so let's see how long this one lasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, well, how, how are you doing, Alan? I'm doing good, but I'll be the first one to tell you before the rest of chat does. You just downgraded significantly. Well, you know, you got you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah. Um. I think this well, is only like the third show since actually coming up with the name. Possibly. It's like, it's somewhere in a single digit. I don't know. My memory's foggy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're on together because, uh, you know, we, we took a little bit of a time off. Not really sure why. Just decided, eh, I don't really feel like it. I feel like it now. So there you go. I see that. Yeah. Uh, w- before we, recorded we were having this whole huge discussion about super bowl sunday and you're making me feel really good about my niners so i really appreciate that thank you very much you're welcome yeah thanks uh sarcasm by the way um (laughs) um so what we're gonna do is we're going to talk about hillary clinton i don't know if you've seen this yeah i don't know if you've seen this but hillary clinton had a talk she was, I don't know exactly where it was, but she had some talk. Um, but I think you'll enjoy this. I think okay. you'll really enjoy this. Uh, this was one of the surprise um, things that I didn't tell you what was going to happen. But So here's the, I don't know if you can see that. Here's the tweet here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hillary Clinton has just been interrupted by three different protesters at Columbia University. And one of, them, one of the students shouted, you will burn. So I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy this. Thank you very much. That's my name. That's right. The people of Libya, the people of Iraq, the people of Syria, the people of Yemen, the people of Palestine, as well as the people of America, will never Sir. Let's go. Thank you so much. Thank free, you so much. Free Palestine! Okay. That should have been the whole talk, is her just standing there and just people shouting mm-hmm. at it all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's still going. Let me thank uh, all of you for coming, uh, because this is such an important uh, subject. And as you just heard uh, from Milan, it is one that uh, she and I <laughs> and so many going. others have been focused on for decades. And yelling doesn't solve the problem. 
the kind of hard work and the work that you will hear from the panelists today. Um, I think it's important that we, okay, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna stop, we're gonna stop a minute and I don't, if, you know what, it, it, why don't all of you just interrupt me so that you won't be introduced, interrupting our panelists so that we don't have this kind of disruption when we have people who are real experts in this area. And so I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, important to uh, focus on the event we're here. People are free to protest, but they are not free to disrupt events or classes. Uh, and that is going to be the, you know, the uh, standards that we follow here and uh, going forward. They're probably just talking about back and pop the cap in their ass and, all right. Go ahead, Hillary, go continue your talk. Mm -hmm. So I, I just thought that was kind of interesting that, you know, she was trying to, she was trying to continue on her thing, but people just kept talking. That's what I was saying. That's what the talk should have been. It's her standing there, her, you know, with that stupid smile that she has, that like, mm -hmm. you know, that, that shit-eating grin that she has. It's people keep yelling at her, you know, saying whatever they're going to say just for 30 minutes. She's already got her paycheck. She's already getting her million dollars or whatever she is getting for every talk she gets. So might, might as well, it's an easy, it'd be an easy payday for her. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're going to set up an event like that where she's going to be yelled at, then set up the event that we all really want to see and just have her lined up against a wall and then fire a few dozen <laughs> rounds at her. I mean, that's what she deserves along with her husband and everyone else in the administration. Oh. And I, you know, it's funny. I was actually just talking to a buddy of mine the other, uh, the other day uh it where the 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 topic came up of like the whole you know fake insurrection thing and all that crap and you know and i had said half jokingly but half not jokingly that you know the, the these maga cucks really don't know how to do an insurrection because if they did then they wouldn't have been dragging like podiums out of the senate chamber they would have been dragging bureaucrats and politicians out of the senate chamber and blowing them away on the sidewalk that's how you'd actually do a real one uh, which, you know, like that's what happened in Romania after after they overthrew the government there after the fall of the Soviet Union. Um, they they had the trial for the president, and his wife, and it lasted like 15 seconds and then they found them guilty and then they drug them outside and blew their brains out. It's like, mm -hmm. dang, you guys aren't anywhere near as good at this as the Romanians are. <laughs> yeah, they didn't fuck around over there, didn't they? No. Well, I mean, it's just that's that's what those people totally deserve that's what hillary clinton totally deserves so i like i i don't have any sympathy you know the the absolute you know who the worst people are and i mean this the worst and you see this a lot amongst boomers by the way and this isn't just making fun of boomers because it's this is a this is a particular pet peeve of mine but i'm just saying that boomers make up a lot of high percentage of these people the people that'll say well even if you disagree with someone you shouldn't just make a disturbance like that. You should have enough respect. It's like, no, these people hate you and everything you stand for. Why would I have any respect for them at all? I, 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 none, none about uh, this. I'm not on. It's too late. This is not me joking. This is me being like the real normal me the other six days a week when I'm not on my show. No, these people deserve to be blown away. They, they, so when when that guy said you should burn, that's when the Molotov cocktail should have been <laughs> <Just> that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I, like that's what I wanted to see next in that video. Oh, could you imagine the headlines? Like, but oh, but man. again, again, in a, it's the same thing. Like, remember when John McCain died, and then you had the whole procession of people coming out who were like, "Well, even though I disagreed with Senator McCain, oh yeah, right. I respected him and his service to this country." It's like no. The greatest, the greatest thing that ever happened to us was his brain tumor. It's like it's the saddest thing about it is that he didn't just die in numb. That's that's the worst. It was thing a draw. That could have yeah, yeah it exactly. A, it was a draw. Was a draw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like him and Toby Keith, they they both ended their lives with a draw. Yeah. But but right. it, and and it would totally happen with her if Hillary Clinton dropped dead tonight. All the news tomorrow would be cons- boomer cons right. and. And and Republican establishment types all saying, well, I know we didn't always see Miss eye to eye with former Secretary of State Clinton, but I always respected her service to this country. No. I she she made the world a worse place and it's better with her gone. It's the exact same same thing I say every single time Nikki Haley pops up now, because she's just Hillary Clinton 2.0 is Consider that the world would be better without you in it and act accordingly. It's a perfect segue because I have a couple of uh, Nikki things. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all, all, hey, just, all my favorite women on the show. Yeah, I know. Can't wait to go to sleep after that, huh? Oh, my God. Have all some right. Nightmares. Bring right, on so Nikki. So this first yeah. one. Yeah. Nikki uh, Rodham Clinton is her. I don't even know Nikki Roddy, whatever, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this first one, uh, she was doing an interview and she's talking about the uh, election. Uh, I'll be as vague uh, about that as possible because I'll, I'll, look here, I'll just read the tweet. Election denier Nikki Haley says election in Nevada was rigged in a scam. Because remember, there was this Nevada primary thing that happened, which I didn't even know happened until I saw someone tweet about it. I was like, what the fuck? So I looked it up, and um, here, let me see if I can find this picture that I have on my phone here. It's kind of just ridiculous. So, okay, yeah, projected winner in Nevada, and this is the uh, um, primary, with 30.5% of the vote. Uh, when I saw this, uh, it said 93% expected votes, whatever. Um, so this per- Nikki had got 21,207 votes. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the winning. She wasn't the winning candidate. You know who was the winning candidate? None of these candidates. With forty-three thousand yes. nine hundred twenty-one votes, with sixty-three point two percent. So, in Nevada, even though in terms of the candidates who are still in the race, because Mike Pence still got votes for some reason, Tim Scott, someone named Donald Kjorns, whatever Heath Fulkerson, they also got votes. Whatever. Um, so anyway, this is what she had to say about that. Okay. Your favorite woman, or one of your favorite women, Alan, uh, Nikki Haley. Does that situation in Nevada hurt a little bit? No. I mean, Nevada, it's such a scam. They were supposed to have a primary. Trump rigged it so that the GOP chairman, who's been indicted, would go and create a caucus. We knew months ago that we weren't going to spend a day or a dollar in Nevada because it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't even count Nevada. That wasn't anything we were looking at. We knew that was rigged. Did, did I hear this wrong? But did she kind of just say that Nevada doesn't, didn't matter? That's exactly what she said. And, and I know that she may mean it. She, she means it as 
it doesn't matter in terms of the primary electorate, yeah. but what voters are going to hear is this bitch just said we, we just don't matter. So yeah. So even if she were on the ballot come the general, why would I go vote for her? From the start, sure. our focus is on South Carolina, Michigan, Super Tuesday. So if you look what we did in Iowa and you look what we did in New Hampshire, we're continuing to grow. That's what matters, I think, more than anything else. But look at what happened this week. Mm-hmm. Here you have Republicans lost a major vote on the border. Mm-hmm. Republicans lost a major vote on Israel. Donald Trump was found that he will not have immunity in all of these court cases coming up. The RNC chair is fired. Mm -hmm. All of this chaos is happening around us and Donald Trump's fingerprints are on every bit of it. We can't continue as the Republican Party to go forward with this chaos. You don't defeat Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. Mm. And that's why we've got to see a change. Why not? You should destroy chaos with chaos. Isn't that what we all want? Is to see political chaos? Like, what is she talking about? Yeah, exactly. I'm the agent of chaos. I love that. <laughs> she wants. To, she, she just wants me to not be happy. I know this. Do you know so, anyone in your lives? Do you know anyone that actually supports her? No. Not, I mean, the. I mean, the the biggest strike against her right now, politically and publicly, the biggest strike against her so far in the primaries, other than the fact that obviously she's a loser. I mean, she came in third behind DeSantis in in Iowa, and DeSantis immediately dropped out. Uh, I mean, New Hampshire was just an absolute slaughter fest. There's no hope there. It it, it may very well be true that she's looking ahead to South Carolina because that is her home state. If she goes and gets trounced in South Carolina, then a normal person would drop out. Any normal person would drop out especially if they actually had political aspirations for the future, they certainly would drop out after, you know, like the third or fourth primary, if you're behind in the polls by 20, 30 points. But the reason why she's still staying in it is it's not like it's some silent majority base of good old fashioned conservative Republicans that are, that are keeping her afloat that are, that are paying for her campaign. It's a bunch it's a bunch of Democrat progressive elites that are paying for her campaign. And it's a bunch of Democrats in states where they don't have to vote for Biden because, you know, also the, the, the party of democracy, the DNC, they're also essentially not entertaining any type of election uh, for themselves either. They just anointed Biden for another term, even though he's got dementia and they're not going to let people yeah. like RFK or anyone else run against him. Uh, so since those people don't have to worry about a challenger to their incumbent, they can just go vote in the Republican primary and they can go vote for Nikki Haley because she's the anti-Trump. She's not Trump. So, I mean, I don't like Trump either. I I don't want any of these people to win, but, but Democrats voting in the Republican primary are all voting against Trump. And so they're just going to vote for whatever candidate the Democrat elites say is the challenger for Trump. And so in this case, it's Nikki Haley, but for, for, I mean, obviously, if you've seen any of the polls and if you looked at any of the primaries so far, that message is guaranteeing that she can't win. Even with all the money, even with all the donors and all the even with the appearances on uh, national TV and and we might get she was on SNL. Yeah. You know, going on SNL and all that crap that like. Do you think that they would be doing that for some other random milk toast Republican who 
you know, five minutes ago they were calling him a Nazi and saying he's an erectionist, and now today they would oh, they right. would give him a guest spot. No, they wouldn't. They're doing it for Nikki Haley because she is essentially their candidate. If Nikki Haley were to win as a Republican, the Democrats essentially got got their person. If yes. if Joe Biden wins uh, as as a dimensional adult retard and he wins a second term, then the Democrats win. If Nikki Haley wins, the Democrats win. She she might as well just switch. She's like the next. She's going to be the next Liz Cheney. That's what's going to happen for her. Is when she gets absolutely demolished here, she's going to become the next Liz Cheney, where she's just going to pretend that she was never a Republican, and she's going to go all on all the left wing talk shows, and they're all going to parade her around and pat her on the back and give her yeah. give her golf claps and say, "Well, well, you're you're one of the good Republicans. You're one of the ones." Uh, it, it, what's that old phrase that they always use when it comes to religion that they'll hollow out your religion and wear it, wear it as a skin suit. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's the same thing is that don't, don't believe for a second, any of these leftists who are like, well, you know, I respect the good old fashioned conservatives. No, they don't. They hate you. They hate you yeah. and everything you stand for. <laughs> right. They're just using you. And right. So right now their darling that they're using is Nikki Haley, but she, she's, she's got that Hillary Clinton, just just oppressively unlikable that's what makes her hillary 2.0 is that she every time you see her speak and talk or even smile at the camera she's just obviously a lizard person oppressively unlikable so haughty and arrogant despite having never accomplished anything in her life she's going to I mean, she was Trump's UN secretary, and now yeah. Yeah, obviously she's turned on him just like everyone else did on Trump. Um, obviously, she, uh, if anything, I what I was more afraid of is that she would she would drop out, and then Trump would turn around and want to nominate her as his VP candidate because Trump's an idiot. Because right. that's that's the that's the kind of retarded thing Trump would do is oh you see this woman that all the Democrats love. Um, who are funding her campaign and she spends 24 seven saying that uh, hoping that I get sent to jail and get removed from the ballot so that she can automatically win the primary. I should make her my vice president. That's Man. so, you know, again, I'm not saying that the alternatives are better, but I do know for an absolute fact that if you, if you want to have a higher percent chance of world war three or more, you know, more wars in the middle East, or even spreading into Asia or Eastern Europe, go vote for Nikki Haley. Yeah, I know someone that's that was um, knocking doors for Nikki Haley. I know someone personally. Wow. And it, it's so weird. They'll know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to name names, but they'll know who I'm talking about. If they're listening to this because, um, because hung out and all that but it's just weird that and the only and again i could be wrong i haven't talked to them about this so i have no idea i'm literally just speculating and assuming so i'm probably wrong here maybe i don't know but i feel like the only reason why they're doing that is because this place that they work for is also supporting them so they have to support them they can't be like, oh you support nikki haley i'm over desantis guy so can I knock door for to say no? Oh wait, no, you're you're for Nikki. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll yeah yeah yeah. No, I'm getting paid. I know, I know. I'll I'll knock doors for Nikki. That's fine. 
but because you know they they, they have to do mm-hmm. that because they work for the, you know so I, so I, I don't know how can anyone see her and be like yeah yeah she okay so you mentioned you just mentioned that she's in your opinion she's one of the most if not the most unlikable person yes in congress or politics or in general I'll, let me let me try and change your mind here. I have another tweet for you. Okay. From Nikki Haley herself. Jesus. All right. Nikki Nikki Haley herself tweeted this. Now I didn't know yeah, this. Yeah, sure exists. she did. Uh-huh. I didn't know. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying it's on her Twitter okay. account, so whatever. But I didn't know this existed until I heard it from another podcast. Shout out to who are these broadcasters? I mean, who are these socials? Excuse me. There's so many of them. Fuck it. Um, I didn't know this existed until I heard them. I want to know what your reaction is to this because this is a woman who is trying so hard to relate to the normal person, to, to the every man. Mm-hmm. So okay. here it is. You're, you're, <laughs> I can't wait for you to react to this. Okay. So this is Nikki Haley tweeting again from her social media account. There are always going to be haters and doubters, which that's you, Alan. She's talking to you directly. Mm-hmm. But that means we're doing something right. So she thinks if you're hating me and doubting me, I must be doing something right. You know the whole adage, if I'm doing something, if people hate me, I must be doing something right. The best way to troll the trolls, have a good laugh. Hashtag make America normal again. That's a stupid hashtag. All right. Oh, and by the way, I, so I did, I did watch a little bit of this. Um, it's in the style of that Jimmy Kimmel mean tweet. Yeah. Yeah. So she couldn't actually get on Jimmy Kimmel. She just made it herself. Which is weird because she probably would go on his show because like you said, oh, I'm sure I'm sure she I'm sure he'd have her on. Right. Because yeah. she's one of okay. the good Republicans anyway. Yeah, exactly. Everybody hates you. Really? I think my husband loves me. I'm genuinely terrified of Nikki Haley. Any man who knows how vindictive, evil, short-sighted, and psychotic women can be. This guy can't be married. You know that tweet, Cobra Tate? That's Andrew Tate. (laughs) That's an Andrew Tate tweet that she's reading. Oh. Coupled with a basic understanding, physiognomy, takes a single look at Nikki Haley, and is terrified. I genuinely believe her victory would spell the end of the free world. Dude, that's, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. That's crazy. He's saying you're crazy and, and crazy person. That's what he's saying. Yeah, so, so far she just Suck. gave a, a huge platform to his tweet and doesn't realize that he won that. Right. He's not even here and she doesn't realize he got the W. Yeah, okay. Nikki Haley has a room temperature. Oh, this is Ian Miles Chong. Everyone's favorite Elon Musk supporter, Ian Miles Chong. IQ. <laughs> true. But I mean, that is kind of a funny tweet, though. Nikki Haley has a room temperature, IQ, true or false. That's kind of funny. <laughs> or false. Wow. Nikki Birdbrain Haley. Oh, uh, this is from Donald Trump. Is losing big on caps in the polls against Crooked Joe. Where? I haven't seen it. I am beating him all over the place. She is weak on the border. 
I passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country. Why? Okay, so you hear that laugh track in the background. Yeah, this isn't even well produced. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Why is it still laughing during this part? I could have produced something better than this for her. So whatever amount of money that her Democrat <laughs> handlers gave her, she, she could have paid me. Yeah. I'm the strongest border president ever. Well, then why did you let three million illegals come into the country under your watch? Oh, snappy. She got you, man. She got you. But the laugh track's still just laughing. Right. There's like, there's not an ooh. It's just. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's all you have to know. Exactly. Just when you think Nikki Haley can't. Captured too? Ugh. Get more annoying. The next day happens. Wait till tomorrow. Wow, that was just awful. You didn't like that? Oh my goodness, that was so you bad. You didn't think she was funny? No. Well, she can't be funny. Well, see, I'm glad that you set that up as this is like her attempt at being like, you know, uh, you know, just a man on the street kind of a thing. Because yeah. it reminded me of, do you remember, do you remember that, that special that they did where Hillary Clinton went into some random person's house to visit them? And then she, they got that freeze frame of her looking at the house, like, oh my God, how do the plebs live like this? <laughs> right. Because that's exactly the kind of thing that when they, when they drew it up, they drew it up on the idea of Hillary. The only place that you're not totally dominating the polls against this Trump guy is people who feel like you kind of come off as a as a DC elite. You know, yeah. you're you're a Martha's Vineyard type princess and you don't really relate to middle America. So we're going to have you we're going to have you go around the country and visit with some people and you're going to go into their homes and sit down with them and and talk about, you know, the challenges they're facing and you're going to come off as stately and 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 express your leadership and and all that and what does it do it immediately backfires because that ain't her that's that's right. the thing is that it's it, it that idea was a terrible idea because that's just not her so best case scenario it's disingenuous because she just comes off as a liar worst case scenario is what happened she's clearly just revulsed by regular people she thinks that she's a you're all beneath her that's what nikki haley comes off as doing things like that is they thought it was going to come off as cute and funny and people would think that like oh this is like a little uh, like a, a pop culture thing and, and and oh nikki nikki's hip she she likes the things that you guys like and she's really quick on her feet and and but she can roll with the punches and take a joke and ha 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 and and she she doesn't let their their sexism and bigotry get her down. But actually, all it came off as is actually, yeah, she does have a room temperature IQ. And yeah, it is actually terrifying to think of whatever this lizard person is as being the leader of the free world. So every everything she read out just made her look worse. With the, with I will give you, with maybe the exception of Trump, because A, first of all, that wasn't a Trump tweet, right? Because tr Trump doesn't tweet anymore. He's over on Truth Social. Um, so they they got, they got messed that up completely. Uh, yeah. But B, Trump is also a moron. So she only, she only looks of average intelligence compared to another complete idiot like Donald Trump. Compared to the other people, they, their, their fears look founded. That she is, she is clearly unintelligent. She's not an impressive person. She's, and she's also clearly evil.
that's the that's kind of the where we're at in politics in current year is you know the old thing about stupid and evil and and generally you're supposed to kind of err on you know don't 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 blame on malice what could be explained by stupidity so people are generally more stupid than they are evil i don't feel like that's true anymore i don't feel like that old adage is true uh I'm not sure I ever believed it, but I definitely don't believe it now. I think that the ruling class, such as it is, um, are not stupid. They didn't get to be where they are by being stupid. And I don't think that they make the decisions that they make because they're just well-intentioned retards. I think that they're evil, abhorrent people. Nikki Haley just oozes being an evil, abhorrent person. So I want to make uh, an announcement here. Uh, we have a super chat. So I really oh. appreciate it. Uh, it's from JC and uh, he gave uh, $10, $9.99. Thank you so much, JC. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Wow. Um, nice. So may I ask, is this where I donate to the Haley campaign? Yes. I mean, I'll give it to her if you want me to. I mean, yeah. Yeah. When I was talking about I, those, those progressive elite donors is JC. Hmm. Yeah. So there's, so yeah, it's, there's, there's Soros and there's Gates and there's JC. Wow. So that's where I get so $10 from. Uh, yeah. So you've got the hookup now. You're, you're set. Yeah. I need to get one of those. I would, dude, I would just totally rebrand if they wanted to give me that kind of money. It'd be fine. No, Soros is great. Uh, Bill Gates is doing everything that we need for the farming. I think that's awesome. And mm -hmm. uh, Elon Musk is implanting chips in people's heads. I'm all for it. Well, you think if, so. if like if George Soros wanted to give me like fifty million dollars, I could make a show exactly like Kimmel's. So I would just do my show now, right. but way fucking worse. Hey, another person that you would that you I'm sure because we talked about before saying that how hate Mahomes, uh -huh. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Hey, look! I got my Pfizer shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mr. Pfizer. That's right. Oh God, we, Brock Purdy. I, if he ever does any of those type of commercials, I don't know, man. I, I mean, you have logo. I like for him, but I mean, come on, please don't do that. Just do your, you know. Hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a humble guy, you know, God fearing Christian man, you know. Keep mm -hmm. doing that. Don't do any Pfizer commercials, please. Don't do any of that stuff. You're a spokesman for Toyota now, okay? yeah yeah exactly you don't know he has an endorsement deal with him for real actually yeah you don't okay. you don't get a front row seat to toyota thon and be be a sellout right. okay those those only right. go to the primo that's right yeah um so anyway thanks again jc for that super chat really appreciate that um so yeah all right Speaking of uh, funny, I know that we were having a good laugh here watching Nikki Haley try her hardest to show just how how much she can relate to the everyman, to the, to the normal mm -hmm. people like you and me. Because I know mm -hmm. that you're a normal person, and I think I'm normal. I'm not really sure. Um, but um, so we're doing on a Friday, and um, there's a man by the name of Shane Gillis. He's going to be hosting SNL. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know if you knew this, but he actually was hired to be on the show and then he got fired because of uh, some quote unquote racy controversial things he said on some podcasts, you know, because, uh, oh shit, it's Shane Gillis on. Okay. Is there anything bad about Oh yeah. Here's the thing he said about Asians. Okay. Well, now you're hoping. So what's going on here? 
And, uh, and I think some someone uh, said that it reminded them of when Norm McDonald got kicked out. Mm-hmm. That's now that he came back to host like eighteen months later, eighteen months later to that like yeah amazing monologue he did. Um, so I'm just really looking forward to seeing what he's gonna have to say because I'm sure he's gonna mention it. I mean, why wouldn't you? Anyway, so TMZ said and this is the it's so stupid because they say oh it's it was uh it was resurfaced this stuff was resurfaced really really look. Okay, comedian Shane Gillis's controversial remarks should come back to haunt him ahead of his SNL appearance. Are they? Are they really haunting him? I doubt it. Listen to the resurfaced clip. Okay, so first of all, I just want to go and say that these things that he's saying here are from a podcast called A Fair One, which you had to be a subscriber of Compound Media in order to to watch the the full episode. Mm -hmm. So either someone got these clips from someone who was a subscriber or they subscribed themselves to go, Oh, we knew it. Oh, Shane Gillis was on coming. Okay. Let's go look at that podcast. He was on and see if he said anything anyway. So you be the judge, Alan, do you think this is controversial? Do you think this is funny? Because I mean, Nikki Haley, I mean, she should be a comedian. If she, if this whole politics thing is the work of her, I think she'd be a stand up comic. What do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, imagine right off the jump before even clicking play, imagine my surprise when we, we can't expect respect and decorum from our stand up comedians. Right. All right, here we go. The driver of the bus didn't show up for two hours. We were all sitting on the bus, hot bus for two hours. Was he a white guy? Oh, by the way, let me, uh, prefaces by saying that these are clips that are um it's not from like one full episode it's from like here's a clip from one episode here's a clip from another episode so i just want to go ahead and preface that it's not and these are out of context by far so don't let me know. Yeah. the driver of the bus didn't show up for two hours we were all sitting on the bus hot bus for two hours was he a white guy driver. nah he was yeah no i'm kidding ethnic <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Compound media, dude. We in the house, baby. White people. White people. White people. White people. Why the f*** is uh, CNN on in here? It's always you guys gay now. Put on Fox, dude. This is right wing white. Get this CNN juice off here. I need some alt right Fox News, dude. Yo, Rafe. I f*** with that, dude. That face. Oh, heavy. Like, uh, this song was because, uh, sad song and it wrote it because, uh, 2016 was such a hard year for us because of the election. <laughs> and I, I was like, <laughs> you know, these guys are so gay. It was, I turned around, uh, to this chick that I'm seeing and I was like, yo, I love Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> she she's young and like you know she's young so she's like what what did you say is this the first she's hearing us she, know. she this knows this is the first time i genuinely turned to her and was like for real this these make me love i like 90 percent of the time i'm off man i wish someone else was the president the driver of the bus didn't show up okay so that's what they're saying are resurfaced clips and they're they're Haunting Shane Gillis, uh, you know, mm. free host SNL. No, I yeah. Seen, I mean, I personally don't see any problem with it, but do you have a problem with that, Alan? 
I, I mean, I have the pro a problem with the framing of the whole TMZ thing. And so it didn't resurface. They published it in the hopes of creating drama. So that's the right. first thing. Uh, the second thing is, is it's not hauling Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis doesn't think about this at all. Uh, the because it's it's all echo chamber crap. Like TMZ is not right. publishing this, and then it's like Shane Gillis, your comment. That no, that's not happening. So first of all, they don't actually want his comment. They just they just want him hurt and they want him to fail and they want him kicked out of the club and they want him to not get opportunities because they want to destroy him. There, there's no conversation. No one's looking for a comment. They, they, there's no, there's no open debate. They, and they, and, and, and they don't really care about what he said. If, if, if there was some random progressive comic that literally said all the exact same things and then ended it with, but fuck that Shane Gillis guy, it would just be round of applause. You know, they would talk about how they were the, the 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 new Dave Chappelle, the new Louis C.K. Uh, of course, they wouldn't use those as an example because they hate those guys too now. Um, right. Even though Louis C.K. is about as big of a cuck as you, you can be, but you know, still they they canceled him. Uh, so so no, they just they just. But when they publish that stuff and when they say, "Oh, it's haunting him," they're not saying it to him because he's not listening because he doesn't care and he doesn't care what they yeah. think. So they're not talking to him. They're talking to their base. They're it's it's it, they're they're sending out their instructions. It's the programming chip from the NPC meme, you know. They're they're right. taking, you know, what 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 was the last thing that everybody was was mad at? You know, take like they're they're taking out the Dave Chappelle is a fascist chip, and they're putting in the Shane Gillis is a racist chip, and then the NPC bot just goes on being angry at the next thing. So that's it. That's all it is. It's not it's not news. And and on top of that, like he's he's being funny for one, like that's what comedians are supposed to do for a living. So he's yeah. being funny, like he's on a show. So it's not it's not like it was a hidden recording from his dressing room where he's telling you what he really thinks. <laughs> right. He's on a show being a comedian. Yeah. Like and even and yeah, even and if it, it, even if it was a hidden recording for like behind the stage, I would still be laughing about it because it doesn't matter. He didn't even say anything that bad. Like they, these people, this is the worst. This is the worst part of it. Like this is now this is going to make me sound like a boomer, but this is the worst part of it is the whole, Oh, kids these days, they're just not tough enough except for no, that's right. They actually aren't tough enough. Um, yeah. But again, even with that, I, I, I don't, I don't want to misconstrue my own message. It's, it's not about what he said. It's not about who he offended or didn't. It's not about what, targeted groups that he targeted it's not about any of that because they don't care about that either they just yeah. want to hurt you that's it they just want to destroy their political opponents that's all that's all it is or really more cultural opponents at this point uh socio-demographics that they want to destroy so that not, nothing about what he said matters and they're not offended they don't care they just seize upon it as an opportunity to go after someone that's it that's all it is. He could have said way worse things than that, and it still wouldn't have really crossed the line for like your typical mainstream flyover country type people could have heard a lot worse than that and still not been particularly offended. Um, you know, it's not like he dropped a hard R in there or anything like that. Which I mean, I probably would have still laughed if he did. He did. Funnier, he, yeah. he did. He did. He did say Jews. So that's. <laughs> everybody knows that that's a that's a that's a target demographic you can't go after uh yeah so and, he, and he's he's on 
he's on a network where he's catering to the audience because he knows the audience that's watching compound media is going to like that kind of material. So he sure. knows I'm going to be as outrageous as I possibly can because this is a free speech network, quote unquote. So I'm going to start saying things where, oh, I don't have to worry about anyone saying, hey, you can't, you can't say that. And he'll just go on and be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. why is he on here? Get this Jewish shit out. You know, he don't care because he knows there's no repercussion, at least in that room or in whoever's mm-hmm. producing that and the owner, Anthony Cumia, like, he, they're not going to, Anthony was like, Shane, did you just call CNN Jew? Shit, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you can say that. So, I guess what you're trying to tell me is, is that they're probably not going to find any Shane Gillis DVDs down in those Jew tunnels. No, unfortunately not. I don't think they're. Damn. Yeah. They might, Most people they might, can't they take might a joke. Find more. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it. I mean, but with those tunnels, it's only like the tip of the iceberg of a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. I, I don't really have anything else to say about it. You know, like I, I'm assuming that his his appearance, his SNL thing is still going on, right? Like it, he didn't as far as I know, yeah. Yeah, they didn't cancel him being the host. I mean, the way SNL works, like he he's been there throughout the week getting getting ready to put the show on, so you know, they're not going to announce today or tomorrow morning, "Oh, hey, he's out" because then they basically just wouldn't have a show. Um, so real, real quick, I wanted to show you this as well. This is from TMZ. They were talking about uh, that whole Shane Gillis thing or whatever. And um, so this person, Michael Greer, tweeted, Thank you to TMZ Live for having me on to defend my fellow woke progressives against Shane Gillis for stealing everything we haven't worked for. Um, so you be the judge on whether this guy is being serious or not. And admitted that if you went back in his, uh, went back over his podcasting history, there were a lot of you know, really dumb, hurtful things he said, and he apologized. So maybe that was an- Has ever felt- really dumb, hurtful things that he said, and he apologized. I mean, he did apologize, but then at the same time, like if you read his apology, it's kind of like he's apologizing, but he's also trying to be funny at the same time. He's not just like, oh, please, please let me back in your club. You know, he's not really doing that, at least from mm-hmm. my interpretation of it. Um, but anyway. By the way, as most people have done over a lifetime. Michael Greer from New York City. And I just got to say, I'm over talking about this guy. I thought we got rid of him years ago due to the bad stuff like you just played that he did. To me, it sounded like he was dead serious. You can kind of tell in the tone of his voice. And now four years later, I have to be upset all over again about the disgusting things he said about all those people. Now he's just like taking everything we have. We get the woke, we have SNL, we got Bud Light, and he took it all from us in one week. Like, I'm Canadian as well, and this is supposed to be, like, a big day for us. You know, we're all celebrating, like, everything with, that happened with Drake and his big, beautiful penis. And now instead, we got to go, Shane Gillis this, Shane Gillis I was like, wait, what is Shane celebrating? But yes, there is a Drake clip going around on the internet that um, a lot of people are talking about and obviously celebrating in Canada. Wow. Okay. Did not know that was let's, going on in Canada. Let's move on. <laughs> Sounds pretty funny, you know. Wow, they dropped the ball on screening that guy. I know, right? But they had to have known that something was happening. He's like, you know, he took us, you know, took our woke, our progressive, took us Bud Light, you know, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of funny because I do believe Shangulas is, is becoming. I think he has become a spokesperson for Bud Light, which is just 
hilarious. Um, and I actually watched uh, part of his episode that he was just on with um, Joe Rogan. And he does every single time, but like, he, like I think they were drinking Bud Lights. Like, oh man, it's like the best beer ever. Like this is great. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I don't well, know about that. Now I will say, like if he if he's legitimately sponsoring stuff like that, and if he's and if he did issue apologies, then actually Shane Gillis is a cuck too. Like he, that's the apology. number one thing. It, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're trying to t- make it a joke. You'd never, ever, ever apologize under any circumstances because they just seize upon that. Because yeah. A, don't be sorry. There's nothing to be sorry about. But B, they don't care if you're sorry. They right. don't. When they demand an apology, they don't actually want an apology. They want you to prostrate yourself before them and then be destroyed. They don't. They don't care. So why would you why would you apologize? If anything, I will be interested. Like I said, I will be interested to see. So if he is going on SNL and he's hosting, um, I hope he does go full Norm McDonald and and just smokes him while he's there. Um, far far fewer people actually have the balls to do that nowadays, just because I don't know. Again, something about that decorum culture. Of oh well you know I'll make jokes on my time but you know I wouldn't do that here like no screw them shit on everything that's sacred to them so I I don't know it's it 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 is what it is like I I don't I I'm not like really a huge I don't really love or dislike Shane Gillis I think he's okay I think some of the stuff I've seen of his is is funny um his uh his stand up specials the one the um live in Austin and his new one. I can't, I can't remember what was at the top of my head, but they're both really, really good. Like they're top notch in my opinion. So I definitely recommend checking those out. If those are that. I mean, the biggest live thing in, is like, that- live in Austin. is great. Like when he, I mean, I don't want to completely ruin the joke, or whatever, but the stuff he mm-hmm. says about Trump and Biden, well the biggest thing is in in the in in current year that we live in is if you're if you work in media or you're an entertainer or whatever and then you agree to make an appearance or you go on a show like an snl the thing is is that if the people that are like the if the other cast members or the or the or the network or whatever is full of people that hate you then they're trashing you and talking shit about you every second leading up to when you walk in the door. And then everyone puts on a happy face and does the show with you. And then the moment you walk out the door, they're right back to trashing you and talking about what a shit person you are. Cause that's just the kind of people those people are. So I I'd be hard pressed to, to, to work with any of those people. No, knowing that that's how it's going to be. Like, let's say he does the show tomorrow night and whatever. It's got some laughs, but I mean, God knows SNL is just awful. So I can't imagine it'll be good no matter who's hosting it. Doesn't matter. The cast is terrible. The show's terrible. The writing's terrible. Has been for decades. Um, but let's say he goes on there and he does a good job. Okay. The audience claps, roll credits, show's over. The moment he leaves, all of those people will be right back talking about what a terrible human being he is. That's so it's like, why would you, why would you even appear with them? You know, that that's how it's going to be He's particularly how many times, oh. particularly in the celebrity world too, like yeah. particularly in the celebrity world where, um, you want to talk about stuff resurfacing. I saw the clip that resurfaced recently of Robert Downey Jr. And Mel Gibson. Do you, did you ever see the clip where Robert Downey Jr. Was, um, accepting an award 
and Mel Gibson was presenting, and then he basically turned his acceptance into a speech about Mel Gibson. Did you ever see that? No, I don't think I have. So this was from some years ago. Like it wasn't super recently, but it was after the start of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that. So like Robert Downey Jr. was the man again and all that. And of course, famously, you know, he had substance abuse issues and and you know and and legal troubles because stemming from that and addiction and all that stuff. Um, and of course, Mel Gibson has had his own issues, both with alcohol, but more so with hating Jews. Yeah, <laughs> and and being vocal about it. So this happened when Mel Gibson was like person non grata and. Robert Downey Jr. has re-eclipsed, you know, he's now back on top of Mount Olympus and Robert Downey Jr. goes to accept this award. And he specifically says the reason I asked for Mel Gibson to be the presenter for this award and the, I, I think maybe a screen actors guild, they agreed to, to allow it even, but it, it took some fighting. And the reason why I asked for it is that a lot of people, are hating Mel Gibson right now. Now keep in mind, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't defending anything Mel Gibson said or did. He was, he just said that when I was at my lowest, uh, Mel Gibson came to me and talked to me and talked to me about scripture and faith and about a life worth living and about the people you would leave behind if you couldn't battle your demons and how he had and how he had had his own battles um and it really helped him and he would not have come out of it if it weren't for the help of somebody who knew that the challenges that he was facing and helped him out of it and so he loves mel gibson and he he will die on the hill that mel gibson saved his life and so if you guys could be here to cheer me on accepting this award then I would ask you to maybe offer just a teensy bit of that forgiveness to my friend Mel, hmm. who I feel deserves it. Now that's something that resurfaced not that long yeah. ago, but of course they don't resurface things because we're supposed to be celebrating Mel Gibson. No, they want him destroyed. So those things don't get resurfaced, but it's so, just, it's just, the, but the, the, the reason I bring it up though is it's just the fact that, if it if it weren't for first of all it then that goes away and then that's the end of it because they're sure as shit not playing that on cable news 24 7 yeah um and second of all if it wasn't for someone like robert downey jr even bringing that up in the first place you would you'd never hear about it because again they want mel gibson destroyed there's 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 no there's no forgiveness there's no apologies it's same thing there like did mel gibson say and do some fucked up things i'm sure he did although i i don't care um but it's just the fact of the matter of it, it wouldn't matter if he apologized or not. It wouldn't it wouldn't matter who he groveled to because it, it's it's about them wanting him to be destroyed. Him making faux pas just gives them something to seize upon. So they wouldn't treat him any better. Um, but it's just an example of somebody. The point really the reason I bring that up is, is that with in the, in the case of Shane Gillis, you know, he can issue whatever fake apology he wants, and then he can he can have a good manager and a good agent, and he can get scheduled on shows like SNL, and they may play nice and work together and put on a good show. But those people hate him, and the moment he walks out the door, they're going to go right back to hating him, and there's going to be SNL. Just wait for it. In the next two weeks, we'll call it two weeks. 
in the next two weeks, there'll be some hit piece in some of the major celebrity journals talking about how the SNL cast just hated working oh, with Shane yeah. Gillis. Yeah, just wait for right. it. You yeah. know it's coming. Probably right. So, nope. so, and if you knew that was coming, why would you even give him the satisfaction? I wouldn't work with him. Now, it's easy for me to say because I'm not him and I'm not trying to grow my profile and celebrity and all that stuff. Right. But if if I were already doing, if I were already successful enough that I was pretty well off without needing to do things like go, go on SNL, I would very, I would go way out of my way to make sure that it was public that I told them to go fuck themselves. Hmm. Well, but that's, it's, it's coming. I, you, you, you use TMZ as an example. So we'll, we'll keep your eye on TMZ for the next two weeks for the, for the S the SNL cast hated working with Shane Gillis. He was lazy. He showed up late. He said so many awful things. Some, some of the cast and crew had to excuse themselves. And of course, it'll all be lies, by the way, because they don't give a shit. Yeah. There's, it, they deep down think that the things that he says are funny, but he's the enemy class to them, so it doesn't matter. He's the enemy. It doesn't matter what he actually says or does. It, vice, it wouldn't matter if he went in there and was super nice and polite, and he was the just kindest, gentlest person you ever knew. They would still lie and make up things for a hit piece. That's totally well, what's going to happen. Speaking of uh, being the enemy, no matter what. Um... Tucker Carlson interviewed Vladimir Putin recently. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So what were your, cause I know you told me that you had seen the whole thing. So congratulations on that. Uh, um, I did. It's, <laughs> it's a bit of, it's a bit of a slog because he is yeah. speaking Russian. So they're going through like he speaks and then it goes through like a, an interpreter or whatever. Right. So yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah. I, I saw, I saw some of it. And of course, you know, Tucker's asking him a question about, it seemed like he, he was trying to – he really wanted an answer, and maybe he did. I didn't finish it, so I apologize. Maybe he did. But he was asking him, so why did you do this thing with Ukraine or whatever? And he's like, let me give you a history lesson. It'll take yeah, about that's what it, a minute. Yeah, That's what everyone's making the memes about. But in typical right. meme culture, the memes miss the mark 99 out of 100 times. Well, so yeah, he, does, right. he does answer the question. That right. is him answering the question. If if you wanted if you wanted a fifteen second answer, he does get he'll give you one, but you got to get through it first because he's going to answer it the way he feels. I mean, you're interviewing him, right? Like I, um, but it is a slog. It is long. Um, it's 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 tough to listen to at times just because of the setup of how it's conducted. Unless you unless you speak Russian, then it's probably pretty easy for you. Um, you just want to turn the voiceover off at that point. Uh, but Vladimir Putin's evil. He's an evil politician. He's just he's just their evil politician. And our evil politicians are a bigger existential threat to me than their evil politician is. I, I will say this. You watch the I, I, the interview didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. And it didn't change my opinion. Uh, that I already had about the whole geopolitical climate, the opinion that I, but it, but it didn't dissuade me from it at all either. It made me feel more confident in my opinion. Mm. And my opinion is, is, is Vladimir Putin evil? Of course. Um, is Russia a threat to the United States? No. Uh, does Russia and China want to expand West economically? Yes. Do they want to spend West militarily? No. And anyone who says otherwise is a moron like Nikki Haley. Well, I, I wanted to show you, uh, like, because you're talking about the memes, whatever. I wanted to show you one that I think you'll get a kick out of. Um, okay. 
So here's one. Uh, so <laughs> as a picture of Norm and then a screenshot of uh, Vladimir Putin. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Norm. Now, Vlad, do you mind if I call you Vlad? And then Vlad, I'm guessing, says, yeah. Because um, I don't speak, I don't, I don't know what that says, but I'm guessing yeah. that's what he says. Listen, Vlad. I know better than to interrupt a mighty Cossack as the songs of the motherland come spilling forth from his swarthy beating chest. But have you heard of the Mangrate? <laughs> <laughs> and then you see like some of the replies are funny. Like, I mean, I made one apply. It is 100% made in America. Cast iron grilling grates. Vlad mm -hmm. starts laughing. Norm, why are you laughing about the Mangrate? Yeah. Uh Tell the folks at home who Putin is. He starts laughing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we it's we miss Norm. Norm would have been great for that. He actually would have. Uh, you would have asked, "Is your is your father still alive?" And he goes, "No." It's like, "Fuck! Damn it! Can't believe your father's not alive." Shit. Well, it would still make a good Father's Day gift. The cast iron grilling grates of the man great are made in America. I'm sure you like that Vlad, right? Made in America. <laughs> it's, by the way, just on a, as a random aside, because I, I know we're running short on time here. Uh, mm -hmm. That that interview has, as of this moment, so it's been a little bit over 24 hours since it came out. It has 164.2 million views. Damn. That's that's f by. F Far more views than most like major nationally televised shows get yeah. in a month. No, no, yeah. no, not for a show, for a month of shows. Yeah. That's crazy. And and just the simple fact that that's views, I mean, I'm not that doesn't mean all those people watch the whole two hours, but you know, it doesn't get a new view every time you click on the website. That's that's unique users, right? Mm -hmm. So that is and that's just people who have seen it on Twitter. Like it's on different platforms. It's on his own website, his own network too. Right. That's Damn. such a crazy amount of people that, that have shown interest in it, that it's just when you see the left wing hate of, Oh, Tucker Carlson's a traitor and nobody, nobody watches Tucker anymore. Now that Fox but, but, can, but that's the crazy thing about that. Them complaining about him interviewing Vladimir Putin when there's been plenty of other examples of, of like yep. fucking Osama bin Laden getting interviewed by CNN. Fucking, um, I think Saddam Hussein being interviewed from American journals. Yeah, like, hold, what, yeah, what hold on. Let me, here? let me go over. Let me go over here to my monologue scene from this show, so I can. Uh, you you mean this right here? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's freaking Barbara Walters, Megyn Kelly, uh, Oliver Stone, and that old slouch guy. I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Rose. Yeah, Charlie yeah. Rose. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Charlie Rose. And there's been other ones. Uh, George Stephanopoulos has interviewed him. Um, so what are we? What's the? It's and you're right though. The fact that you just pointed out a hundred over 160 million views on that video mm -hmm. in 24 hours as of this. Uh, as of now, this moment, if you are a leftist in PC and you only, you only ever get your news from leftist approved sources like MSNBC, CNN, mm -hmm. and you believe everything they say as the gospel truth, and you don't get information from anywhere else. And you only stay in that echo chamber. Then you would honestly think 
that Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox because he was a failure that he then in that he's now he's now washed up that his that his own fledgling program is a disaster and he's not doing well um and that him going to interview Putin makes him a traitor and no one is interested in that because it's just going to be Russian propaganda except for it's the most watched thing so at a bare minimum you must if, like and when i say you i'm talking about the leftist npc at a bare minimum you must confront the fact that that worldview you believe in is incorrect now i'm not saying that that makes tucker carlson correct or his views correct i'm not saying yeah. that that makes what vladimir putin had to say legitimate i'm just I, I kind of think it does, but I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you live in an echo chamber where you believed what I just said, that this guy's washed up has been and no one cares what he thinks, then you now have to be confronted with the reality that you've been lied to. The official sources that you've been going to for your information have lied to you because this guy's actually getting more views than all of those major networks and all the legacy media and all the money and sponsorships and advertising that they have. And there it pales in comparison to him doing an interview and posting it on Twitter. Excuse yeah, me. And he, yeah. I'm still going to call it Twitter. Fuck that. I know. I, I still call it Twitter too, but the, the more time that goes by, the more I feel like we're going to eventually resign ourselves to calling it X. I, I will, I'll say this. I went on record as saying I still call it Twitter, and I do, and and I have an advertisement for for my Twitter on in the credits of my show, and it's still called Twitter. It still has the little bird icon. Yeah. Um, but it'll it'll quit being Twitter and start being X when it truly, like, it's like a phoenix rising from the ashes. When Twitter, when the legacy of Twitter is dead. And X is a brand, totally brand new platform that you wouldn't even recognize five years ago with a completely different, you know, environment. Right. Then people will call it X. And frankly, I think we're about there now. Hmm. Twitter, it, it, like if you, if you took yourself from five years ago and you logged on to X today, you wouldn't recognize it. Sure. The interface looks the same, yeah. but the fact that they're not just. And, and don't get me wrong, Elon Musk isn't perfect either. He still shills for Zionists like a fucking retard. Um, yeah. I, he, that's that's the last barrier he has to break through. The last barrier Musk has to break through is to quit shilling for the Zionists and taking money from people like APAC and stuff because, no, the, they're the enemy. Um, but But Tucker Carlson is a perfect example of a guy as uh, somebody that you know that page defiant l's where they always show like a, a before and after tweet of right, someone yeah. being a hypocrite or whatever right um so they had one of that taylor lorenz which it's so easy to dunk on taylor lorenz because i I've, I've dunked on her a million times before as saying you know she's not smart enough to actually be competitive in the intellectual marketplace but she's also not pretty enough to get by as a as a, as a bimbo either <laughs> so she's just a failure all the way around um but they they had a tweet from Taylor Lorenz where apparently she was critiquing Tucker Carlson's like first post on X, like his episode one from his home studio. And she yeah. was talking about how the editing was bad and the jump cuts didn't look good. And she, she described Tucker as flailing about without the help of the network and that she assumed that his, his views would be rather low. 
And then the second tweet was Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin is most watched, <laughs> most watched clip like in history of Twitter or whatever. And and he he also said Tucker he said that in that um, interview at the prologue or like the before it actually happened was he did say that he reached out to Zelensky. So I'm sure if he actually did end up interviewing him, that would probably be up there too with some of the most watched videos on on Twitter and the corporate press legacy media whatever you want to call them they'd be like feeling like, hey that's that's our guy we're supposed to be the ones fawning over him and and just wanting to sit on his lap and give him a nice big hug and a kiss like that's what we're supposed to be doing not you tucker like come on yeah well it it kind of made me wonder i i didn't i didn't really think about this until just now i'm gonna see if i can find this uh yeah so, you know, he famously did an episode with Donald Trump. Right. And that was back in August uh, of last year. Um, so that means obviously it's been out for months as opposed to for yeah. 24 hours. But like forever ago. Yeah, I know. Don't 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 start <laughs> with me. Uh so that that got 267 million views, which is by literal hundreds of millions more than anything any of the mainstream networks could possibly put out. Um, but 267 million views since August 23rd. I just, I'm the only reason I bring that up is, is I just, so it's the, the, the Putin interview currently has 164.4. So essentially if it got, if it gets a hundred million more views, it would, it would tie the one with Trump. I just find that that's interesting that it has that many i wish i could go back and see how many views the trump one had in its first 24 hours right. because i think it i find it interesting that a foreign head of state that according to you know the regime press is the enemy right would get that many views like how many views would, i mean i don't think tucker carlson would refuse to sit down and talk to joe biden now, obviously, Joe Biden would never talk to Tucker Carlson, but I don't I don't see Tucker Carlson as the type of person who wouldn't talk to Joe Biden. I'm sure he would. Yeah. If anything, see, this is the thing, too, is that you have all of these leftists like the podcaster types and the social and the influencer types talking about how not because these are the ones who were calling him a traitor for interviewing him. And then once the interview came out, they started talking about how he he coddled him. That is not true. I, I actually dare you to take the two hours and watch it. Tucker Carlson actually pushes Putin pretty hard on more than a few occasions. I was actually kind of surprised to be totally honest with you. I don't mean to sell the man short, but I kind of expected him to coddle him a little bit because yeah. he's, he's the fucking president of Russia for God's sakes. Um, he's, yeah, he's, I'm, he's a I'm former sure KGB agent that, you know, if you reached across that aisle right there and pushed him, people would run in the room and cut your throat. And this is not yeah. a joke. Yeah. So, so that guy, he pushes him pretty hard in the interview more than a few times. Mm. So it's particularly at the end. So Tucker questions him on a uh, American detainee, and he more or less basically oh, tells yeah. him to his face, your position is ridiculous. Just let the kid go. Do you think George Stephanopoulos would go right. there and say that to his right. face? Yeah, you're, yeah. Think, no. Think Charlie Rose is going to go in there and, and, and belittle him to his face? No. So, so you can't, so, and so the point being is, is I'm, I'm not necessarily saying, look at how brave Tucker Carlson is. I'm just simply saying, again, if you live in an echo chamber where everyone's telling you Tucker Carlson coddles Putin, he just, he's just, he's just spreading Russian propaganda. 
That's just a lie. So now you're going to have to come to ter- come to terms with the fact that your echo chamber has been lying to you. Because if you actually watch it, you can see that's not true. How much was your uh, your paycheck from Putin? Mine? Oh, <laughs> well, the ruble's not doing so hot. So, I mean, you know, they don't trade in dollars anymore. Oh, maybe. Of course, that's... the dollar's not worth much either. Oh, maybe that's why. Or yeah. one of the reasons. Oh, yeah. Just start taking everything in gold. That'd be the only way. No, my my check from Putin wasn't very much. You know, I I've been I've been doing what I do for over six years now, and and in some weeks I'll have people wondering where my Soros money is, and in other weeks I have people wondering where my Coke money is. I mean, they, these people don't know wow. anything. But hey, listen. If you're if you're listening, Coke Brothers, if you want to give me a few million dollars, I will totally turn my show into a neocon mouthpiece. Like just just hey, call me. I'm I'm ready. Alan is bought and paid for and ready for it. Dude, I don't give a shit. I'm ready to go. How dare you? We'll start doing it's too late five nights a week. You're supposed to have principles. Yeah, my principles are to benefit me. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, exactly. See, if, if I was if I was making millions of dollars to do my show, I would totally rebrand it to whatever my multi-million dollar angel investor wanted. And then when I called you up and said, hey, Shane, I got some I got some cash for some for some skits. You want to come on the show five nights a week? I bet you'd say, boy, do I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't give a shit. Let's get this started. They, they did that on South Park where it's, you know, it's it's sell out, bro down. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Alan, tell everyone about your show and where everyone else can find your work if they want to. Gross. Can I just can I just find a can I just find the logo here? (laughs) Just look at that. That was this week's thumbnail. Actually, you know what? Everybody can check out. It's too late Wednesday nights at nine o'clock Eastern times when new episodes appear. But of course, it's on uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Um, and podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, just Alan Mosley TV on all the platforms, just like you, just like you could see on that thumbnail. All these platforms at Alan Mosley TV, um, and also don't forget uh, to join us for the sixth annual It's Too Late Live Show coming to you Saturday, May eighteenth, here in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. There's going to be kangaroos there, and lemurs, and a sloth. Um, none of this is a joke, by the way. <laughs> like, all that stuff's actually going to be there, and, along with tons of great food over the course of the weekend, and and, and amazing people. And, tons of and, great food in Tennessee. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you're you're going to be the one come down here and gain twenty pounds in a week. <laughs> um, but you know, actually, the the latest thing I told people as like a selling point is I actually had somebody respond and say that sounds interesting. But I went to a Liberty event before, and I said I wouldn't go back to another one because they had a negative experience with a bunch of like fat neck beard altists. And I told them, well, so first of all, this isn't a Liberty event. I don't know where the fuck you got that idea. I'm I'm not associated with the LP. Um, we're not raising money for for a I can't, we're just raising money for me. We're not raising money for, you know, the cause of Liberty. We're, we're raising money for my <laughs> cause liberty. Of liberty for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but you know, honest to God, um, we, we, we've already had five of these. We're getting ready to have our six. And I don't even remember ever even discussing politics at one. We just come hang out and eat and drink and 
It's like it's become our family reunion. If you you think of those old school family reunions where your family like rents a pavilion at the park and you just grill out and everyone just visits with people that sometimes people you only see once a year and you catch up your your internet friends um and and meeting our internet friends over the last 5 years, you know, they're just the best people. They they really are. So if you want to go to a liberty event um where you're going to truly meet the remnant as, as Ron Paul and with the religious uh, undertones, the, the, we are the remnant, the, the people that believe what we believe, but it doesn't consume us. Um, we're keeping it alive. It, tr it truly is my absolute favorite time of the year. And so the sixth annual is Saturday, May 18th, but you, but you have to come to Tennessee because the South is just objectively superior to the rest of the country. Well, I can't argue that. Yeah, you've been around. You've yeah, been around the block a few times. You know a thing a or two. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks, Alan, for, for doing this. Uh, I'm sure we'll do this again next week or whenever I feel like doing it again. So I'll, yeah, see, when, I'll, I'll see you in like three months maybe. Yeah, when, whenever Shane messages me on a Thursday afternoon, say, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now you're making me look bad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, actually, he doesn't do that. He 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 yeah. he messages it more like we're, we've met for the first time. Excuse me, Mr. Mosley. <laughs> to whom it may concern. You are cordially invited to another episode. Yeah. That is true. I go, hey, Alan. <laughs> I don't know if like send you the link. Hey, you want to join? Yeah, sure. Why not? That's all right. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, thanks everyone for watching and listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to JC for the super chat. That was really awesome of you. Really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Hopefully we won't die. And, oh, I'm waiting for my, my paycheck, Vladimir. Come on.